What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 111 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside my good pal Tyler. Tyler, tell the folks how you doing, the sights you've been seeing, the events of the week. Well, <laughs> my week isn't that exciting, but um, hey, today's a palindrome. Oh yeah, well we're not doing that thing. That I realized I realized afterwards that yeah, that 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 flow doesn't work. So uh we're just not going to do it. We'll think of mm-hmm. something else. Pal. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, yeah. This week's been better. I've actually worked normal hours this week, so that's that's a good thing. That sounds How's your week been? Fantastic. I have been busy. I have been threatened. I have been accused of things. Threatened. Yes. So, it is no small secret that I am leaving my current employer during the summer. And that current employer is still trying to force me to do these training requirements for the promotion I got. When the actual projected training time, like the the time period that... The deadline for my training to be done is well after I will be leaving my current employer. Mm. And yet they are still pressing for me to finish that training. And I don't think I should have to do it. Because by the time that's even due, I'm not even going to be here. So maybe, just maybe, lay off. But hey, nothing I can do about it. Nothing anyone can really do about it. Uh, so I guess I'm just going to uh, have to do that thing. And you know what, Tyler? I'm just going to I'm gonna do it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, that, that does suck. It seems like, a, you know, obviously a waste of your time. Maybe, maybe not waste of your time, but if you're not going to be there so, and finish it, then what's the point? Let's just say the material within this training will not be useful for me anywhere else that I work. Okay. It is very employer-specific information. I got you. Yeah, that sucks. It's almost like they should maybe have someone else do the training that's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, so apparently yeah. every everyone who gets this promotion has to do this training. So, hey, they think that if they, they're, still, they're still trying to rope me in to make me say, hey, maybe I'll work here a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're trying to do that thing. Or they retain well, me, hey. and that's not going to happen. Yeah, when time's up, time's up, you yeah. know? That's the thing. The other thing, I was, ac- well, I guess not accused is the wrong thing. So that <laughs> my employer does this annual health survey thing where we answer questions about things. And apparently, I'm an alcoholic, and I need to help. Mm. Because this one time, I thought, since this last one, I'll be honest and see what happens. Don't be honest to your doctors, folks, especially about your drinking. They will think that you are on the verge of just tragedy. That's that's what's that's what's up. Right. But yeah, I have a meeting about that tomorrow morning. So that's yeah, that's that's awkward. I'm going to be like, uh, I'm fully functional. What do you want from me? Yeah. 
It's not impacting work, so lay yeah. off. Let, I'm not hurting anybody. That's why I just hate bringing up drinking at all at work, even if it's just like a casual thing, because then everybody's going to be like, whoa, are you an alcoholic or something like that? It's like, no, I just like to drink sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's definitely a line. Yeah, there is a line. I don't think I've crossed the line. I might have no. a drink when I get home. Uh, or maybe I'll have two drinks when I get home and then I'll have a drink or two before I go to bed to help me sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's too much. No, maybe back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, I did drink too much, a little bit too much, <laughs> but I was not answering the questions as if it were back in the day. Yeah, true, mm. but it's fine. Uh, yeah, so that's happened. Yeah, yeah, uh, well. I texted you guys today about the thing that I saw today. Yeah, tell the tell so, the fine folks out there. <laughs> I was coming back from lunch, got some of that Jersey Mike's. Have you ever had Jersey Mike's? I think we discussed this. I'm not sure if on the show, but no, I haven't. Okay, yeah, it's just like a sub shop. It's pretty good. Anyways, went to Jersey Mike's, went to Target to get some too. Just new shopping center they built up here. And uh, I'm leaving and I'm at the, the main intersection and there's four lanes of traffic that go all sorts of ways. So I am the third most from the left. Mm-hmm. So to the left of me is this old lady in her car minding her own business. And in the lane furthest to the left is two white girls and and a black man mm. and i've never seen this in my life is i just i looked over to my left just happened to look over and i'm like i can't believe what i'm seeing right now but this is this is like the fucking highlight of my day mm-hmm. this guy we're at the red light and this is a pretty long red light too it's not one that's like really short or anything he gets out of the passenger side of the car and just starts fucking twerking in oh, this yeah. old lady's like almost in her face you could say uh she's still in her car but you could tell that she glanced at him and then just did not want to pay attention to him at all and she was like fucking triggered and was like I can't deal with this right now. Like, what is this fucking dummy doing? Shaking his ass at me right now. This dude's just shaking his ass. And I, I admit it, it was pretty good. I'm not going to mm. lie. Mm. Got had some nice jiggle to it. All right. And then, you know, I, I also saw his, his, uh, friend filming that. And I'm like, go figure it's 2018. Yeah. That's what happens. And then they get back in the car and the light turns green. And I'm like, that just happened. I can't believe that just mm-hmm. happened. I've never seen that in my life. That, that's city life for you, man. <laughs> yeah. People be crazy. And I, I, I think it's it's that. And then also it's just like today was by far the nicest day of the year so far. It was like perfect temperatures, nice and sunny. So everybody's like happy and way more excited. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was an, an interesting thing for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, I've seen my fair share of things of that nature. Um, so Snapchat, do, you, have you ever gone? All right. So I've, I've gone to the dark side here. Have you ever tried the Snapchat like geographic location thing, seeing the story for a location? Wow. So Snapchat does this thing where like there'll be a daily story like for, say, 
Lancaster for for you. Like you could, there's probably mm-hmm. a story there of everyone tweeting to the Lancaster story. I mean, not tweeting, uh, snapping there. Um, and you'll just see a list, a, a whole playlist of people's snaps from that area. Oh. And yeah, I, I've done some stuff down here, and man, it's crazy. There's a bunch yeah. of people dancing. I, I, I didn't people even know that's a thing. Grilling, so. grilling some chicken. There's, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. It was awesome. Nice. All, by awesome I mean it was kind of interesting and also just a good distraction from whatever the heck I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know that's a thing. I'll have to to look just to see. Yeah. Beware. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not safe for work sometimes. I don't know how they curate that. Yeah. I just I just can imagine that maybe, just maybe, bad stuff goes there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I would imagine it's Snapchat. Mm-hmm. There's an elephant in the room, Tyler. And yeah. that elephant is God of War. And we can't <laughs> fucking dance around it. Let's not spoil anything, but goddamn do we love God of War. Hell yeah, we do. Mm. Have you finished God of War? I am very far. I am a, so I am going to a realm that is that will um that no that you shouldn't be able to go to. I am going to the realm that Odin wants to go to. Okay. I think you're much farther than me. Yeah, I'm I'm probably further than you. Yeah, the the last thing I did is I is I got a uh, um I did a I I fought two dudes mm-hmm. in an icy land. Yes, and I did a thing with a hammer. Cool. Yeah, a very large hammer. That that's the last thing I did. I'll just okay. Keep it very light, which. You know, I don't know how far in that is because it sounds like you're far you're in not, me, but you're not very far in. You're you're not yeah. even a third of the way. Yeah, I know. And, and that's the thing. I feel like I'm far and I'm like, shit, I played this game a long time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, it just keeps going and going on. And I I have no problem with that, though. Personally, it's pretty good. I, what, what so I've been doing a lot of side stuff recently. Yeah, that, um, that, that's another thing that's been slowing me down on the on the main quest is I, I just get distracted and explore and do all sorts of stuff because I, I love this fucking world. So yeah, it's pretty cool, especially hearing a lot of stories and stuff. That it's pretty cool that way. Um, I like the I like. A lot of the systems in it as well. Uh, the runes are really cool to play around with. Um, the whole enchantment system, I think, is interesting, especially how certain things like certain things. I mean, it's a very. Uh, it's been in other games, like especially MMOs, but like how things proc on certain conditions and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's. I think it's just a really interesting story. It has some really colorful characters. Uh, I will say Brock is hilarious, and so is Sid. I think the I think those brothers are just fantastic. The the dwarf guys. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I I really like both of them, and that's the one thing about this God of War 
to me compared to any of the other God of War games in the series is that the side characters stand out so much more in this game than they ever have. And, and I really like that for sure. I mean, uh, the dwarves are great. And, uh, I personally, God, it's just so hard to talk about this game without spoiling. Yeah, it is. I, I enjoy a, the presence of a female character that you meet kind of early on, just cause mm-hmm. I find her fascinating. Um, there's another dude that, uh, comes along with you on your journey that I also find yes. to be fascinating. Yes. Um, so the side characters in this game are just fucking fantastic. And I, I also just, I love the relationship between Kratos and Atreus, his son. I think without Atreus, this game wouldn't be as good as it is. Mm-hmm. And there, don't get me wrong. There are some very repetitive things with that. Like the amount of times you hear boy, boy, you know, <laughs> like, like, or just boy, simple read stuff this like meme. that. Yeah. It's like that, that stuff can get a little repetitive, but then there's just so many just fascinating moments um, between both of them that I really like. I think it just adds a totally, completely different dynamic to Kratos. And Kratos in this game, to me, isn't as one-dimensional and one-note as he was in the past. Like, there's a different side of him, and you can tell that he he, he doesn't express a whole lot of different emotions, but he controls them a hell of a lot better especially his anger a lot more in this game than in the past. Um, I, I, think, I think it's, it's cool. I think that being said, Kratos is still an awful person. I think he I think, is an awful person. Yes. And I, he's done a lot of awful things. Like and, and by no means. I thing, don't, I don't think this game redeems him. I think it shows that he, there's more to him, but I don't think it redeems him there. I don't think there's any yeah. real redemption for Kratos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 as far as I am right now, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you for sure. Um, I like how, as someone who's played all the God of War games, I love how this sort of connects back to the original story. Yeah, and- I think they did it in such a smart fucking way, at least so far, and it just adds so much more mystery and, and complexity to the overall story and his character. Yeah, and I think the way that they opened up the possibility of these worlds colliding, uh, the way that happens, uh, you'll get to it eventually, but I think... I think that it's very smart and it leaves them very open even if they, like, I haven't beaten the game, okay? So even if somehow, I doubt it's one game and done in Norse mythology, it would be too much work doing all this. But even after Norse mythology, I think there are other things you can, you, they're, they're going to go to. I've heard mentions of Egypt, mm-hmm. like they've mentioned the Egyptian gods at at the point in my in my playthrough, um, mm-hmm. and then I forget. There's another like, so you know the giant the boards with the giant art on it that uh, mm-hmm. that have three panels. There are yeah. like four symbols on them, and they're each uh, and they're each representative of a certain uh, of a certain pantheon. And like, there's four. So like, I know I know the the Roman or Greek uh, the 
Norse and the Egyptian. I don't know what the what the fourth one is though. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. If I did a little research, I might be able to find that out. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and, and I, I agree with you on that. And and I feel, you know, the Norse mythology setting is so fascinating to me. They they've done it so well and it's a breath of fresh air to be honest with you for god of war and to me it's it, they just slid it right in there at least early on in the game mm-hmm. um it's like it it doesn't even really matter where god of war is set because they did it so fucking well here just that transition mm-hmm. i i am just <sighs> I'm absolutely in love with this game. And every time I play it, like I truly don't want to stop, but I have to make myself stop because it's like, well, I got to work the next day or whatever. Um, but to me, like this game is incredible of just, you know, I, I've been playing this game where I have all the lights off. I have the headphones plugged in to my controller and have them on. And I just shut myself out of everything. And it's like, oh, wow, three hours just went by. But I have been totally sucked into this game. And that's the best way to play, it, in my opinion, because also the the music is some of my favorite I've heard in a long time in a game. Uh, the overall sound design is fucking visceral and, and insane. Uh, so that's fantastic and even just like like you get to a a lake at some point and just like the sounds that go on there it it makes it just feel so real like they did such an incredible job with that and to me like there's certain franchises that are really great at making you feel like you're going on an, an adventure and like truly making you feel that way like i think uh uncharted the uncharted games are fucking great of that of like i went on a damn adventure through this game and it was great um zelda games are really good at that this game is is up there to me is one of my favorites like it is a adventure and it's fantastic and and damn I just love it. Every time I play it, I love it more and more and more. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and, and I was thinking about too, like, I don't think even when, you know, the first four hours that I played, I'm like, this game is really good. And I am absolutely in love with it. But it's not that it's doing anything completely revolutionary to me Mm -hmm. it's just that it's doing everything at such a high level almost better than anybody else like it it rivals like naughty dog quality of game design to me but because of what they did putting it in a semi-open world and in you know it's a little bit longer in in everything like it's almost a little bit more impressive to me personally Mm -hmm. yeah i and i think uh, yeah, I, I think I agree with a lot of that, especially like the level design and how they tease all the collectibles and um, tease things that you'll be able to get to later. Yeah, I think that that was it's very smart. I mean, it's it's nothing new, but it's uh, I think they did it in a way that like, oh, it catches your eye if you're just looking for it a little bit. Yes, agreed. Agreed. And and, and I love like. I guess we can get into some of the combat and stuff, but like you have the axe and the axe is like your main thing throughout this whole game. And there's so many things you can do with just that axe, um, things you can do without the axe in your hand too. 
but one thing I love that they did with the axe is like they've used it so well with puzzles and like environmental things and there hasn't been a puzzle in this game that i felt has been frustrating and i feel like i've been able to eventually figure all of them out and it feels very rewarding where i felt like there was certainly times in past god of wars where i just go like what the fuck am i supposed to do sort of thing and it was very very aggravating to me uh in in this game i feel like they 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 really hit that that sweet spot of like not too easy, not too hard with, with some of these puzzles I really enjoy, but goddamn, I, I love the combat in this game too. And, and I, combat was good in, in the past God of war games. I think that was certainly one of the highlights of it. I'll be honest with you. I'd love to combat in this game way better. It just, I think the camera angle adds to it, which is such a dramatic and incredible shift for this franchise. Um, which is crazy to say, like, ooh, they switched the camera angle. But, like, seriously, it makes a massive difference with this franchise. And the, I love the combat because it, it it's so just fun. Like, you have so many options as you unlock new moves and so many ways you can go about doing certain things. But then also, like, there's some really hard things that are in this game, and it feels incredibly satisfying when you do it. Like, you know, especially as you unlock more things for Atreus and you two start working together and he has more moves and all, all this sort of stuff. It's like, damn, just feels really good. And some of these boss battles in this game are just fucking fantastic. I really love the combat. Gives you good, a good adrenaline rush, you know? Yeah. I think one of the things I, I'm struggling with now is like, I, I like this game a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to share pictures of it a lot, yeah, but there too. becomes a certain point in the game where you can't share pictures of it because it will spoil a major thing in the game. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of frustrated. I I want to share screenshots of it too because I I seriously think this is the most beautiful game I've ever played, mm-hmm. and I know we recently, you know, you say that I feel a few times a year graphics just keep getting better and better but damn the amount of detail in these in this environment in the world is like i i can't even believe the the detail there and i've been playing it on the pro which i got last week and Mm -hmm. i'll be honest with you i went for i'm i've been playing this whole thing in resolution mode only because i that's just kind of the thing that i want right now and the game's been playing totally fine uh in resolution mode i haven't had any real frame rate problems or anything and man does it really make this game pop for sure uh like i think this game alone is worth buying a playstation 4 pro for if you want that visual experience i mean it's magical but like the first uh like the main world is incredibly beautiful but god of war has always been incredible with scale and just the fact that they changed the camera angles and they have much better hardware to run this on 
the sense of scale just blows anything out of the fucking water, in my opinion, especially just certain things later on in the game. I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe they built this. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just insane. And like God of War 1 and 2 on PS2 had really great scale at that time that really pushed things further. 3 took that even further on the PS3. And this one takes it even further. And like the i was completely blown away by the visuals at the first like realm you go to mm-hmm. i was like what like <laughs> this is so different it's so insanely gorgeous <laughs> like how is this even possible mm-hmm. god i just love the look of this game yeah i sure. mean i'll say that that gets a lot even better uh, as you go on to see more stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, I guess this is not really even a spoiler I, for a side quest here. Like there's this side quest where you're trying to find ingredients for a legendary set of armor. And the place you go to is this massive fortress. And it just looks really freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't know like how they built that thing. It just, and how it sits in the world and you can see so much of it and then once you go inside just like the scale of everything is just it's more than I've seen in a lot of games it it, it reminds me of how people describe Shadow of the Colossus with this in scale like that mm-hmm. but I think like things in this it's structurally massive like brilliant architecture I don't know like there's yeah. definitely contrast between like dwarven stuff elven stuff mm-hmm. and all that like it's it's fantastic yeah I mean the last thing I did and I'll keep this very light for spoilers but you'll know what I'm talking about like I had to row the boat down a river and you kind of turn the corner and it's just this sort of icy tundra yeah and once you turn the corner you you go what because of the scale of like what is off in the distance and as you get closer it still just is insane yeah to me in terms of scale and i I was completely fucking blown away and oh my god the snow in this game i thought horizon zero dawn had the best snow but dude this is the most realistic fucking snow i've ever seen in my life yeah It's a really powdery snow, I, I'll admit. Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. a really powdery... It's one of the ones that you can just, like, kind of walk through, and it's just, yeah. like, kind of... It's not it's not a trudge through that snow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean... Good. Yeah. Um, so, no, no. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Shit. Goddamn. Um, yeah. I mean... I, I just... I am completely in love with this game, and... I do think this is definitely for me the front runner for game of the year so far this year and this is by a million miles one of the best games of the generation mm-hmm. to me one of my favorites for sure and I'm not even close to being finished yeah I but I'm yeah. just really blown away yeah Let, let's let's table this for now uh, once we've beaten both once we both uh, beaten the game we'll do a spoiler cast on a later yeah. episode yeah because uh, there, there's a lot that I want to say right now but uh, I just obviously don't want to spoil anything yeah did you happen to pry your way from God of War at all to play anything else well 
I mean, just kind of the usual Overwatch and in Far Cry 5. And I know it's weird to say, like, oh, you stopped playing God of War for Far Cry 5. And I'll, I'll tell you why. This game I, has had a fucking update every day, it feels like. And they've been really small. But for some reason, Tuesday, maybe, the update took like over an hour to copy or whatever. And I just couldn't play God of War. And I, I wanted to play God of War so fucking bad, but I'm like, I just kind of want to play video games right now. So whatever, I'll just play Far Cry tonight and get way further in that game and come back and play God of War. So that's the only time I did anything else besides play this game. But yeah, Far Cry, you go and play God of War and then go play Far Cry 5 and you're like, wow. I know two totally different games, but like, man. I don't know. The more the more I play God of War, the more I love it. The more I play Far Cry Five, I do not like it. Mm. It's oh, it's frustrating. It's really it's a frustrating game. They they really just I, I this last thing I'll say until maybe I finish it or something. But they really have made some changes to this franchise that I just don't like. Okay. So uh, those are that's all. Well, with Overwatch, the only thing I'll say with that is that. They're trying uh, competitive elimination. So I decided to play that uh, for the first time, just as something new. Because um, to me, uh, season eight, I think we're in right now, is a completely lost cause for me. Uh, I think I'm like four and 15, maybe. Like, it's just been a very frustrating season for me in terms of winning anything. Um so I'm like, fuck it. I'll play competitive elimination. Man, competitive elimination is a good time. So it's it's lockout elimination. So basically what I like about this is like if you're playing a regular competitive match and your team isn't doing well, like that's a, a hard thing to get through because you don't want to leave because you'll get penalized and all sorts of stuff. So you just wait it out. And that's like minutes of just constant ass pounding. And it's not fun with competitive elimination. If you win the round, it resets, obviously. Like, every round, you get to pick new heroes. But if whatever team wins the round, the characters they were using, they cannot use the next round. So by the time you – and it's first to three. So by the time you're down to the end, you there might only be, like, ten heroes left for your team to choose from. So you really got to – plan really smart and it's like okay we got our ass handed to us the next this round but they can't use all those characters they kick their ass with but we still have our best characters left because we lost a round so now we're gonna really get them and there, there's some strategies to that I, I do i do enjoy it it's it's not as uh high stakes uh or certainly as rewarding as normal competitive but but it's a neat uh alternative i guess you could say Nice. So, that's all I've been playing. How about you? Uh, so I played more Yakuza Six, but I don't want to talk too much about it. Uh, mostly because I've been playing almost exclusively story stuff. Uh, but yeah, I I really like that game a lot. I think it's a it's actually probably a good introduction point to the series. It 
like I said, it's weird. Said last, uh, I said last podcast, it it kind of catches you up on the important characters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's not like you're going to be missing too much. What story are you liking more, Yakuza Six or God of War? Oh God, two totally different things. So the <laughs> thing about God of War is that I know enough about Norse mythology to kind of understand what's going to happen. Uh, how a certain threat is going to be dealt with. Um, so I, I kind of, I don't know if it plays out the way I think I like that kind of spoiled it for me, just knowing things about Norse mythology. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I need to get further in Yakuza to make that determination. Mm-hmm. But I, I really Two do like games it. in one week though. Hey, I, I got the milk. In Yakuza. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. You've been seeing that meme going around? No. Oh my god. You haven't seen it? Shit. Okay, so, so let me set this up. This isn't too spoiler. This is like first two hours of the game, okay? Uh, but you go, you finally get home with a child. Uh, and I'll be ambiguous with who that is. Uh, but it, it's a baby. And... Baby. Um, and it's crying, and Kiryu's like, "Oh, you probably you're probably hungry." Let's get. And he looks over, and he's like, "Oh, I'm out of milk." And then it's that that's in kind of a cutscene like thing. And then it then it comes back out to your like over like third person view from behind, and like the quest thing that pops up is get milk. <laughs> and yeah, I got the milk. Did, did you have to go through a lot to get the milk? Yeah, in typical Yakuza fashion, it was a wild goose chase, which ended in you fighting a drunk guy who was pissing in the street. Nice. That's pretty damn good. It's like, hey, hold my baby while, yeah. I, while I kick this guy's ass. Yeah. It's a good game. I enjoy it. Um, the other two games I played aren't PS4 games, so I'll be very brief with this. Uh, one of them is Endless Space 2, which released last year. It's another space strategy game. You know how that's totally my shit. Uh, yeah. I don't need to well, talk. What, what, what happened to Solaris? I still have a Solaris game going. Okay. Not my on-stream game. My on, I think I mentioned that on my on-stream game, I completely fucked up, but my off-stream game... Fucking awesome. Okay. I'm kicking ass in that. Uh, Endless Space 2 has a lot more systems that I have to pay attention to that I'm learning as I go. Uh, But yeah, I'm enjoying that one as well. It's it's got a lot. But the other thing I've been playing this week, I played a shit ton of Battletech, Tyler. What is... Oh, this is your giant mech game. This is the giant mech game where you drop in different mechs and shit. Like, these mechs have different, like, weight classes, which Mm -hmm. determines, like, how much much weight you can put on them, which you can distribute to armor, uh, weapons, uh, heat sinks, all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, There's that aspect of it. You're running a mercenary company. Uh, so you have to take contracts and manage the risk, manage the damage to your to your uh, mechs and to your pilots. Your pilots can get injured and put in the med bay and stuff like that, uh, which will limit how much work you can get done. You're paying off loans and shit like that from the beginning. It's a really yeah. good game. It's it's kind of, it's a and the actual gameplay in it is like a tactics game, kind of like XCOM, except 
it isn't like the main difference between that this and XCOM is that this is less um less about classes and skills and more about like tactics and utilizing the battlefield's geography and or not geography topography like the different like like you will use a mountain to, as cover mm-hmm. or stuff like that get high ground and all that kind of stuff it's a it's a fantastic video game tyler it really like the whole risk reward system kind of stuff is really cool yeah. especially like thinking of it like in each in each mission but also thinking outside of that mission about the company like running into points where you're like oh shit if i try to actually finish this mission i might come off worse off than if i were to just abandon the mission and pick up a different contract yeah interesting it sounds like your thing it has giant max so it's your thing and i i think this would work very well on the playstation so geo corsi BattleTech on PS4. Hashtag building the list. Everyone go tweet at him. Yeah. I want you to enjoy my Battle Mech fantasy. Hell yeah, boy. But that's it. That's pretty much it. I like other than Fortnite, which I'm close to getting to tier 100 and uh, some casual. casual rocket league uh i I say in air quotes no you can't no i say in air quotes yeah that's not casual for you um (laughs) yeah uh that that's about it um be interesting to see what uh april's npd numbers look like but for now we have march's sales yeah you want to take us through this Actually, I'll take us from 20 to 11. You'll do 10 to 1, as we usually do. Do it. At number 10, uh, 20, yeah, words, numbers, what do they mean? What do the numbers mean? What do they mean? At number 20 is UFC 3, 19, Splatoon 2, 18, FIFA 18, 17, Dragon Ball Fighters, 16, Dragon Age Origins, I know Assassin's Creed Origins. Why wow. did I? Why did I think about it? Dragon Age, man. They should yeah, not have well, this. They should not have game. the same. Uh, they should not have the same subtitle. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. At number fifteen, A Way Out. Fourteen, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, man, words. Thirteen, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Twelve, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. And eleven, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, the top ten. Pretty interesting list. Number 10, Monster Hunter World. Hell yeah. Number 9, NBA 2K18. 8, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. 7, Mario Kart 8. 6, Call of Duty World War 2. 5, Grand Theft Auto 5. Jesus. 4, Kirby Star Allies. 3, MLB The Show, or MLB 18 The Show. 2, Sea of Thieves. Number 1, Far Cry 5. Taking the March mm. of 2018 month. All right. I like seeing Nino Cooney 2 up there. That's actually a little bit higher than I thought it was going to be for that one. That's a game I think I will play this year. Yeah, well, I it's think, an RPG, I, so think I will play this year. I don't know. I still have yeah. Bloodborne, Dark Souls, and uh, Neo to get through. <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe it's just me, but God of War makes me want to play Bloodborne. Is that weird? I don't think it's weird. I think 
you're going to come to a stark revelation when you go to Bloodborne from yeah, God of War. I, I know. And it's not really like the challenge of the combat. To me, it's the the like this weird, like interconnected sort of world. Mm, yeah. That's that's like super fascinating. That that's what's really making me want to play Bloodborne. I, I don't know. Anyways. Um to me, I am shocked, and both of these aren't PlayStation games, but I am shocked to see Sea of Thieves that high at number two because this is sales. And I don't think Microsoft reports digital sales either. Mm-hmm. And also, they, they're doing their whole Games Pass thing, so I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, I cannot believe that game is that high. And I'm also just not shocked to see Kirby Star Allies that high because I feel like there wasn't a lot of hype around that game. And also, it's a Kirby game. Yeah, I heard that was a very okay game. Yeah, yeah. And no shocker to see Far Cry 5 up there, even though it was only out for like four days of the month. Monster Hunter sticking in the top ten. Yeah. I I actually did play the new Siege thing, uh, the Call of Teroth Siege. Yeah, Um, how was that? It's very cool. That's it's my favorite arena that they've put us in for the, for uh, monster hunter. I think it's just really awesome. Like all this, like these gold stalactites, um, c- coming from the ceiling, the way the Colf Teroth breeze fire and like the whole place just lights up into like molten gold. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. That that's the thing you, you had to do with others, right? Yeah. That's the 16 player. Was it pretty wild having 16 people doing it? or So it scales. So we only had about, I want to say, seven or eight people. <laughs> but even then, it was a lot different than, like, what I'm used to playing. Yeah, so. at least it scales. That's good. Yeah. Really cool. I want, uh, That's only running through May 5th. So uh, if you all are interested in doing that, you should go do that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so overall, hardware declined thirty percent since last March, which there was a console March last or console launch last March. So no shit. Um, overall, the PS4 was the best selling uh, hardware, um, but it apparently. Uh, took the PS4, Slim, and Pro combined to outsell the Switch. Oh. So if you combine those two, it's PlayStation 4. If you don't, it's the Switch. And software in 2018 is 8% higher than last year. Which is fucking Which crazy. Fucking is insane. Crazy to me because last year was awesome. Yes. But, well, no, yeah, no, yes. It's, it is crazy because at this point last year we had, what, Resident Evil 7... Zelda, Nier, Mass Effect. What else am I missing? Because there was, oh, Ghost Recon, Wildlands. I mean, there was a lot of huge launches last, early last year, just in the first three months alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's just crazy to me that software is 8% higher. Oh, man. Well, last week... We made predictions about Battle Royales on consoles. Yeah. Not long after, it seems like H1Z1 is getting a port from PC to PS4. There's going to be an open beta coming up. Uh, 
It'll be coming out in May, I believe. Yeah. Oh boy. Gonna be free to play. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, this H1Z1 has been around the block for a while. It's been on PC for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it's taken this long to come to PlayStation 4, right? It's not, it hasn't been on PS4 yet. Right, that's, that's correct. It's weird. Really um, weird. Because yeah. this also well, used to be a Sony Entertainment Online game before they kind of sold that and that broke off. Mm. So just kind of weird. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, um, I'm interested to see what it has to offer. Uh, I wonder if... So I've played PUBG on Xbox One. I don't like how that interface works. Uh, I wonder how H1Z1 solves that problem. Yeah, I mean, just reading from here on the PlayStation blog, it says um, we've added a new take on in-match power progression that forces players to make strategic decisions if they want to win. Now players will have to engage with airdrops, which drop in masses in frequent if they want to access better weapons and gear. I mean, the Fortnite sort of does that, but it sounds like this is going to happen a lot more frequently and there's a lot more pressure on getting them, I guess. Hmm. All right. Yeah. We shall see. Isn't this the game that has the auto royale mode? Yes. And I, I, I really coming. hope that comes to console. I would like to play that for sure. Yeah. Also, uh, not shocking that it's free. Do you think in order for a battle royale to make any splash, it has to be free? to get that player base yes it, it has to be free i think yeah. so yeah i think that's the one thing unless of that course might it's call start of duty. to hold yeah you know because they'll get that's that the player one base thing anyway. that some of these other games are going to struggle with i think because i think fortnite set a pretty high precedence that hey this game's free and it's really good you know mm-hmm. I don't know. You have to have a really good case on why you're going to sell your game. I think PUBG gets away with with that just because that's just how it started. You know, mm-hmm. they they've always been a I think thirty dollars, right? I, yeah, yeah, that's that sounds right. Although I, I will say H one Z one, I don't think it was always free to play on PC. I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was a buy in to that. Uh, kind of remember paying money for h1z1 I, I i own it on pc i know that i haven't played it much but maybe i'll play it on ps4 yeah and maybe bungie will have me playing destiny 2 again tyler do you really think that's gonna happen no no i don't honestly believe that but uh, I've heard some excitement around this Warmind thing, Tyler. How about you let me know what's up? I don't know about excitement. Uh, personally, I'm not very excited for a lot of this, but uh, Destiny 2 has a new Warmind expansion coming out May 8th, which is the second DLC for this game. Um, let me tell you about this, Frank, and you tell me if you're excited and want to go back and play Destiny 2. Okay, hit me. What if I told you you're going back to Mars. How do you no. Feel? No. 
yeah, you're going back to Mars, but you're going to new locations on Mars. You're going up towards the, on the ice caps. Um, the story focuses on Warmind's Rasputin, a hyper-intelligent AI, which is a large role in Destiny's lore, and that it does. You hear about Rasputin all the time. So, wonder how much this is actually going to shed on Rasputin's story. Um, you're going to have a new companion along with you, Clovis Bray, a fictional corporation uh, which is fueled of the Golden Age technology. What? Oh, no. Sorry. Anastasia Bray is the character. Clovis Bray is the evil corporation. So there we go. Uh, Warmind, it'll it'll have a new activity in here. It's called the Escalation Protocol, which is very dramatic sounding to me. Um, But everything in Destiny is just dramatic. You ever notice that? Yeah, yeah. They they think... they think you should give a shit about everything they really do um this is uh designed more as an end game thing that's supposed to be actually quite difficult because there isn't a whole lot of that in destiny 2 right now um basically it's a public event that you activate at any time and it spawns five waves of enemies Each week, there's different bosses and different rewards and all sorts of stuff. To me, that's not incredibly exciting. Now, it depends, though, because I do like those difficult PvE moments in Destiny 2 where you're just like, man, this was really hard. There's a lot going on, but you end up on the other side victorious. That can be exciting. So I'm going to wait and just see how these actually play out but when you say it's wave based five rounds it's like fuck really and to me it also sounds a lot like um court of orcs from the taken king like you go up to court of orcs you activate it almost whenever you want as long as you have the things and there's different bosses every week and it's different difficulties and all sorts of stuff i'm like hmm okay interesting so we'll see on that um there's going to be obviously new weapons and gear um there's apparently special swords and spears that you can use in the game um which apparently has the same animations there's a new raid layer that you can do which is like the smaller raid sort of thing um so that could be neat not a whole lot of details on that when it comes to pvp and uh, multiplayer uh there's some cool things going on there i think um they're adding more a more fleshed out crucible ranking system um so they're split into valor which is based mostly on continuing to play and leveling up and you can't go down and glory which acts as a competitive ranking that uh basically will go up and down whether you win or lose um and so the better rank you are, the better, you know, some more unique weapons and armor, I guess, you can get. That could be very neat, I think. Uh, it's something that I think when it comes to PvP in Destiny 2 that could really help kind of add another layer to it that might keep people coming back. The other thing, they're bringing private matches to destiny 2 finally which it took them an eternity to do that in the first game so there you go 
Also, they're changing a lot of the exotics too. They're just making them more uh, useful, I guess, in the Crucible. Basically, they're trying to break the Crucible with exotics um, and make them worth something, kind of like they were in the first game. All right. So that's what they have revealed so far. Does any of this excite you? No. And that that makes me sad that none of it excites me. Because I'd like... I want to like Destiny. I want it to be a good video game that I enjoy. Instead, it is a video game other people that aren't me enjoy. And that's okay, I guess, but... I'm not playing it. I'm going to play my other things. I'm going to keep playing God of War. I'm going to keep playing Monster Hunter. I don't think that for what what it would have to do is drag me out of Monster Hunter because that's that's the that's the hole I'm in right now. Is Monster Monster Hunter's the hole I'm in for multiplayer loot-based shit. Yeah. And it sounds like Monster Hunter, you know, is obviously a much deeper game and probably more rewarding game. Then Destiny 2 has a better endgame than Destiny 2. I think this is a step in the right direction, but it also just... It, the big changes to Destiny 2 are going to happen in the fall when they will inevitably have their large Taken King-like expansion. To me, once we see that and that comes out, that will determine, I think, a large majority of people on whether destiny 2 lives or dies you know because with the first destiny the taken king really turned that game around and turned it into a fucking great game to me and uh but with destiny 2 it's like now they have to kind of lean on that so we'll see i'm gonna play this just because i was a dingus and bought the expansion pass so i will play this but uh We'll see. I think if there's, if you say what's the most exciting thing, it's honestly the whole, all the Crucible stuff actually sounds kind of neat because I like Destiny multiplayer. It's always been fun to me. And, you know, I think having a more fleshed out ranking system and stuff is cool because they have like a competitive playlist you can hop into, but there's no reason to do it. You know, you didn't get better weapons. You didn't have a rank. There was literally no fucking reason to do it. And now with having some sort of ranking, I think that that's going to be something that's neat. You can apparently be ascended to fable glory, fabled glory, which is the highest. And you can show off like your accomplishments. So if you got up there or no. If you player max is out at, at Valor rank, which is the highest, um, you can reset your rank, uh, but also kind of show off like, hey, I hit that. Did you? No. Go away. You know? All right. All right. We shall see. Yeah. We shall. Speaking of multiplayer, Housemark has released a teaser for their new game and a title. It's called Storm Divers. And they've said, and I quote from their email that they sent me as well, it's also in this article here, our newest title will still remain in a slight shroud of mystery, but we can say that it will be a high-flying, heavy-hitting, multiplayer-centric experience. 
It'll be the first title that we treat as an ongoing service. This also means there are ways to get to play it earlier, and we'd love to develop it further with a feedback loop in mind. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, this trailer really doesn't reveal anything about this game. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's cool House Mark is making a new thing. I hope they can find their footing it, uh, since they are no longer making our old uh, arcade-style shooters. Yeah, I mean, I would love if this game has some sort of influence from that. Yeah. You know, but who knows? It's Housemark. I'm, I'm excited for it regardless. We'll probably see it on Sony's stage, let's be honest. I think we'll see it at E3, for sure. I, I'll be shocked if we go, you know, through E3 without seeing that game. Yeah. Uh, Battle Royale is another thing that we'll probably be seeing at E3. Uh, a lot of them, but while I think Season 4 of Fortnite's Battle Royale is going to be happening during E3, which is a thing. Fortnite also going to be at E3 with their celebrity stream. I'm not sure if we talked about that. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, they're it's interesting. Is it going to be another edition of Weed 3? Hell remember, yeah, absolutely. I, I forget what that dude was. It Zac Efron? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He, Zac Efron and Snoop Dogg? Yeah. <laughs> Weed 3 returns with Fortnite. Hell yeah. But there's this whole Comet thing that's going on in Fortnite right now. Yeah. Which is fascinating. And Epic just keeps teasing the shit out of that by, like, dropping some things in the world. Um, and then their whole kind of image for season four, I guess. Yeah. It's very Comet looking. And it's like, hmm, I wonder what actually is going to happen with this. What if, oh, man. What if the Comet hits and, like... It just dries out the map, like, and makes it a desert map for season four. Ooh, interesting. I don't know. Uh, what What I think would be awesome, and there's no way it would work. It's just me in my head. Like, what if you're playing a match of battle royale, and the comet actually hits the map and just oh. wipes everybody out? I don't think it it'll happen. Obviously, like real time. But or maybe how fucking amazing would that be? Just the buzz around that. I mean, perhaps uh, they'll do something similar to PUBG and have like a danger red zone kind of deal, uh, and it'll be like a meteor shower. Maybe in that area, and uh, you have to protect yourself from that. Yeah, I just I really uh, wonder what becomes of this. Um, I haven't played Fortnite in a few weeks. Uh, has like the media, has the comment in the sky gotten larger or anything? I haven't noticed it, it getting bigger. Yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'd have to. That's a thing that you're you're gonna have to look at Reddit for. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody's somebody's been calculating that. the size of the comment from a certain point on the map. Yeah, it's it's oh, probably out there. Yeah, I'm excited for season four though. I'm gonna get my John Wick skin for season three. I'm on pace to do it. I just need to uh, clean up some challenges. Right on. All right, and I'll be able to buy season four's pass with the V bucks I've earned, essentially free, because I earned all those V bucks on the battle pass, which wasn't free. Yeah. But speaking of free. 
we know the new free games for May. PlayStation Plus free games for May includes the following. Mm. On PlayStation 4, Beyond Two Souls and Rayman Legends. Dude. Dude. Rayman Legends is so fucking good. That is one of my favorite games I think I've ever played. That game fills me with so much joy every time I play it. I actually keep going back to it every once in a while just because there's so many things that I just want to do in it. Play that game. Seriously. If you have not played Rayman Legends, you you owe yourself to play. It's one of the greatest platformers I've ever seen. Mm. It's good. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so good. Fantastic. Especially some of the levels that are more music based. It's just you running the whole time, but you have to be so precise on everything. And then at the end, like Rayman's like playing fucking air guitar and heavy metals playing, or heavy metals playing like the whole time. It's like, mm. yeah, this is awesome. I'm gonna really be honest good. with you. I never beat Rayman Legends. I've played a couple of levels in it, but I never mm. beat it. Dude, I, I've always I, been distracted. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was I was really obsessed with that game early in the year. It's great. Mm. It's beautiful too. One, some of my favorite art I've ever seen too. Um, the other games you're gonna get this month are Risen Three Titan Lords and Eat Them on PS3, both of them, and then on Vita, King Oddball and Furmans. Okay. This reminds me. Did we talk about uh, the Quantic Dream? <laughs> kind of shit that's going on over there last week that they're suing those journalists that are reporting on their working conditions yeah. did we yeah, did we, we talk about that i don't think we did yeah so that's a thing yeah. um i get I'll, I'll just tell you what i know from memory so there are three or three uh i guess media outlets and journalists that were reporting on some working conditions and some problems there at Quantic Dream and David Cage's initial response was very bad I I would say and now they are suing those people for reporting on what uh, sources from inside the company are saying and that makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable with just you know that whole situation because I don't know I just don't fucking sue journalists. Make your goddamn studio better. And the apology or the statement they put out, not an apology. They put out a statement about this whole thing, and it was pretty much a copy-paste of Naughty Dog's statement with a few things edited out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, you know, it, I think it's a little bit... Uh, let, let's let's just say that let's just say if these allegations are true, I think it's really fucked up to sue the person who out outed that uh, just because you're angry at them and got bad publicity for it. You know, that's just not the way to handle it, in my opinion. I could I could understand why you would want to. But at the same time, like. I don't think they've handled anything about this great. Like, they never have came out and said, like, hey, this might, you know, we don't think this is true, but we'll do whatever 
to clean things up of what might be true or, you know, yes, this is true and we're going to get better or whatever. They've never said anything like that. Like they've just constantly denied it. And maybe it isn't true. Who knows? We, we truly don't know. But I still just think it's really fucked up to handle it that way, especially when you're about to launch the game, man. Like I, it just keeps you in the, the spotlight for really bad reasons. When you're about to launch something that you've worked on for five years. I mean, I think it was 2013, maybe 2012 when Beyond Two Souls came out. Like, come on. Oh. Yeah, I, you know, I, I know Quantic Dream isn't 100 percent a Sony studio, but Sony isn't great about handling these things with the, you know, as the publisher with their developers. Right. They weren't great with that Naughty Dog situation from last year. They're not great with this situation either. Yeah. I, I'd like to, I'd like, to, I'd hope that the stuff that's being reported isn't true, but the cynic in me, knowing like how toxic the video game industry can be with all like, like it's not a PlayStation thing, but there was a, there was a joke about uh, the Warhammer studio going to 90 hour work weeks because they had to delay the game and it was believable like that they'd actually do that because of how fucked up the in- the industry is. And yeah, like it's yeah, just, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, that game isn't out yet. Uh, the Detroit Become Human. So, yep. well, that's later in May. Uh, but we do have new games that came out this week. A game that I think we should try to co-op together, although it's only couch co-op. We'll talk about that when we get to it. But there are video games releasing every week. Tyler, how about you tell us about this? Yeah. Uh, Cluster Tumble on PS4. Cluster Tumble is a fast-paced game of skill, complete over 100 puzzles as the pieces tumble down the screen, rotating and moving them into the correct positions. So, Tetris. Holy fuck, what? Code 51, Mecha Arena, PSVR? What? Fucking what? (laughs) 2040 AD. The world continues to deteriorate. Fighting for very limited living resources, World War III had broken out among the major forces. A VR mecha game? Fuck yeah! Woo! Well, I think we know what you're doing. <laughs> Cosmic Star Heroin on Vita? Yeah, it's got it's finally got its Vita release this year. Wow. Dude, this is taking so long. <laughs> A very good game, though. Yeah, three exotic planets to explore. Aliens, robots, magic, forbidden technology, long-lost secrets, conspiracies, a galactic threat. threat. And no, and one brave heroine to make things right. Cosmic Star Heroine is an exciting new RPG from the creators of Cthulhu Saves the World. Yeah, you played this game. Yeah, and I liked it quite a bit. I recommend. Next up is another PlayStation VR game, Dead Secret. Dead Secret is a first-person horror mystery set in rural Kansas in 1965. Who killed Harris Bullard? A reclusive man with a mysterious past is dead, and it's up to you to crack the case. Ooh. Except his death road to Canada. PS4. Death Road is built for replay value. 
everything is randomized locations events survival survivor appearances and personalities there's a different story every time you play set in a world that doesn't take itself too seriously for me most of the time when you say things are randomized i get really turned off but look there's there's there's, there's a character with a horse head yeah that is, that is intriguing Next up is Devious Dungeon, a PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita cross-buy game. Set in the Dark Ages, Devious Dungeon is a medieval-focused action platformer title. Only a true champion will be victorious. Next up is Dream Angling (laughs) on PSVR. This... Excuse me. This is a story about about looking for memories in a dream. By completing a series of angling challenges, players experience the inner feeling of the main character. What is wait, this? in a VR? Wait, how? What? In a VR game, aren't you the main character? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. But like, what is angling? There's a fish. I don't understand this. Ang- Whatever. You wait. You know you're not. You're, are you playing dumb? They call like fishermen anglers. Like the it's it's synonym. Really? Yeah. Like I've honestly never heard that. Let before, me see. So I'm not mm. playing dumb. <laughs> let me let me let me look up the dictionary. All right, angling noun: the sport or pastime of fishing with a rod and line. Wow. Okay. It's just yeah. It's, it's just, just fishing. Yeah. It's just fishing. Okay. Just another word for it. All right. Hmm. Hit sequel to Emily Wants to Play, Emily Wants to Play 2 is on PlayStation 4 now. Emily Wants to Play 2 offers tons of fun new survival horror gameplay and strives to creep you out. I, I It really bothers me how they have Emily Wants to Play 2, like the word 2, T-O-O, and then they have the number 2. They just have one of them. Come on, man. Jolt Family Robot Racer. PS4. Jolt is a fast-paced racing game. At its core, it's a competitive platformer that's all about maintaining momentum with skillful navigation. Mm. Another VR game coming out this week, Just In Time Incorporated. Just In Time Incorporated is not a regular insurance agency, and you are not a normal agent. With the power of our hyper-glove technology, you can move at ten times the speed of a regular human. Please tell me that the main character here is named Justin Time. Probably. Yeah, I I can see it. This game looks like it would be that kind of corny game. Yeah. Next up is MLB Home Run Derby VR. Mm, (laughs) Hell yeah. PlayStation VR. Can you crush it? In the most immersive, authentic home run derby VR game presented by Major League Baseball. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh wait, that was it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something, Tyler. There are too many video games out this week. There really is. And I oh oh, I don't know the art for this next one. Yikes! Pick a oh, picks. No. Color on PlayStation 4 and Vita 
digital cross-buy, pick a picks are exciting logic puzzles that form whimsical pixel art pictures when solved. Challenging, deductive, and artistic, this original Japanese adventure invention offers the ultimate mix of logic, art, and fun while providing solvers with many hours of mentally stimulating entertainment. Next up is Psychedelica of the Black Butterfly. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> this looks really anime as hell. It really does. Awakening in a mysterious mansion, her first frantic thoughts are, where am I? And more importantly, who am I? She encounters several young men in the same predicament trapped and missing their memories to survive they must hunt black butterflies and claim kaleidoscope shards from the horrific monsters surrounding them so that's what the kids are calling it these days yeah <laughs> Ooh, it's your favorite god damn it god damn it there's another vr game out fuck Fuck, I hate yeah. this. Yeah. Rick and Morty what, what Virtual Rickality. Fuck that name, too. God. I love it. I love it. Ugh. Rick and Morty have teleported into your living room for a cutting-edge VR adventure. Solve puzzles, step through portals into strange dimensions, get yelled at by Rick, fight aliens, drink detergent, press buttons, and more. Sounds good. <coughs> Space Jacked on PS4 Digital. Build, shoot, survive. Invasion, what? Oh, build, shoot. Survive invasion by filthy alien scum. Can you, space technician ace Dave Paparoski, defend your spaceship against a relentless horde of aliens? Hmm. Okay. Survive, Mr. Cube is a PlayStation 4 game. Survive Mr. Cube is also a roguelike, a roguelite action game with the story of a man called Mr. Cube who has to escape from an unknown world in order to get back to, to get his life back. Okay. Okay. Sounds, sounds like a great, great thing. Uh, next up is the Swords of Dildos. On no, PS4. no, 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 <laughs> The Swords of Ditto. This is a game I wanted to play with you. It is a compact action RPG that creates a unique adventure for each new hero of legend in a relentless fight against the evil Mormo. What is this game? <laughs> so it's kind of like a Zelda-like game. Uh, okay. Procedurally generated like. overworld. Um, All right. You go and you, the objective is to kill this witch. Uh, yeah, you can weaken the witch by taking down these objects. Uh, it's co-op. Uh, it's toy themed, so all your weapons are toys. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah, it's co-op up to four players, I believe. Cool. It sounds neat. I like that there's like Only a giant couch wheel. co-op though. Oh, that's so it's not it's not online co-op. This mm. is a game I want to sit down on a couch and play with yeah. a friend such as you. That sounds fun. Maybe we should do that sometime mm-hmm. and just go old school and, and hang out with Mr. Jim Beam as well. He could be our yeah. third player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but I like I like the art though. It's colorful. It's cool. There's a there's a big whale. There's a kitty with a beard. There's a bunny. There's a bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's an octopus. Okay. Okay. Can, How old are you? Are you just gonna name, name everything my, you see? My my animals. Next up is to leave. PS4. This is the last game. To leave is a hard game. Every element in To Leave, from its very opening all the way to its conclusion, has been crafted to challenge your skills, your wits, your intuition, and your perceptions. Most importantly, To Leave seeks to stir interpretations. Although much will be indecipherable to you for an onset, be assured that everything in this work is deliberate, everything is relevant. Okay. Sounds complicated. It sounds like a hard game. Yeah, it does. Uh, you can watch Fifty Shades Freed. Motherfucker, uh, I gonna, mean, you're gonna, you're gonna. I need to watch that. You're gonna fucking skip over Bishop Briggs' new album. I, I don't know Bishop Briggs. Who's that? I mean, it's like kind of like, kind of pop-ish, um, more alternative, but it's mm-hmm. it's 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 really good stuff. Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I, I've been uh, listening to that today, and I think it is a good album. Cool. You can uh, also watch Batman Ninja. Yeah, all right. Apparently cool. Uh, also, Westworld's back, which excites me a lot. The premiere was great. Westworld's great. The cool thing is to not like Westworld now, so everyone can fuck off that doesn't like it. If you don't like it, get out. Just I just, I'm just buzzing with indifference right now. Why? I've never seen Westworld. Oh, dude, Westworld's great. That first season's one of my favorite seasons of TV I've ever watched. I think you'd like it. Good, good for you. I do. Good for you. I do. I'm just saying. I, I think you would like it. You think you're going to like Avengers? I, I'm i hoping I like Avengers, yes. Dude, I'm I'm hyped. I'm ready. Bring it the fuck on. Said you're, Are you uh, seeing Avengers? Uh, I think I'm going to go Sunday. Sunday cool. morning. Going tomorrow. Yeah. I am stoked. You're just gonna, you, you're gonna you're gonna uh, stay off uh, Twitter until you Hell see yeah. it. <laughs> I am staying far, far away from this stuff. All right. And uh, yeah, gonna be a good weekend. I'm off Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Took some time off, and uh, I know we mentioned it last week, but we should should legitimately play some Fortnite or something this weekend. We did say that last week, didn't we? Yeah. Shit. We we did, and then it came to, like, Sunday night, and I'm like, fuck. You know, we said we were going to play something, but I've just been, like, playing God War yeah. and doing this and I, that, and I'm like... I get oh, it. We'll, we'll I get, get it. it next week. We'll get it next weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we should do something. Yeah. That should be fun. Uh, this was fun, Tyler. It was. And we'll be back at it next week as well. Until then, you can contact us at uh, PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. Email us some questions or tweet yeah. us at PS Report Podcast. Do it. Rate our 
podcast. Five Great. stars. Give us five stars. Give us a review. Great, hey, baby. Mm. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, where I will be doing things on the internet. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, I, is it safe to assume y'all will be reviewing Avengers? Hell yeah. And also, if you're a Godsmack fan, we're reviewing that thing, too. Yeah, we're rooting for you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sure, that thing will be dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's there's that. Yeah, sounds good. I am hoping to finish God of War this weekend, or at least have it done by uh, next week's show. Yes. And if that does we'll happen, see. we'll have a spoiler cast. We'll probably put that at the end of the, <laughs> whatever episode it's on, so y'all can look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm also looking forward to maybe buying this giant Bob, giant Bob, wow, giant bomb pint glass. Oh. I'm tempted. Yeah. I'm waiting for my uh, hockey jersey. Uh, did you get a hockey jersey? I got a hockey jersey, but I, I haven't gotten a notification that it shipped or anything. Mm-hmm. I should probably uh, go contact someone over there. Yeah. Who's in charge of that? Is that Matt? I think it's Matt, yeah. Yeah. Enough about that. We'll see you next week. Until-